We had some great content that turned into some uh, little scary content, so we're not talking about that. Yeah, we're not going to say anything about but, that. But uh, hit your intro again, man. Hey. I'm sorry. I don't no, know. you're good. You're yeah. good. I just want to just remix it today, huh? Yeah, I guess. No, but the, we got to throw the claps in there. Every now and Got to breathe in a little more. You do. You do. You do. Uh, let's see. Yo, I was watching uh, Workaholics last night. You ever seen that show? That's yeah. pretty much you, me, and my buddy Brody. <laughs> I've never met Brody. Before. I have a friend named Brody, first of all, that just stop right there. Okay. Love this kid. This dude was one of my best friends when I was in the Army. And I can't tell you how many times he snuck off post to go to the nacho place. There's a nacho place in Augusta. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty fire. He got out of the military. Don't blame him. No, me, me, me neither. He got out of the military and styled his hair like as an emo kid and exclusively wears it through a backwards hat. Mm-hmm. And he looks like TJ Detweiler when he does that, and I support it wholeheartedly. Do you remember Recess? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. no, shout out to Brody. Um, Brody. Shout out to Brody, even though I don't know you. But shout out. He might be coming out to Arizona. Actually, dude, you want to hear something crazy? Hmm. So... I mentioned to my mom that, you know, hey, you know, my friend just got in the military, you know, he might be looking for a place to live, so, you know, just, you know, it's cool that he texted me. And that was kind of it. I just left it alone. And my mom's like, hey, he can move in with us. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, just let him know that, you know, our house is open to him. I was like, you don't even know this kid. She's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like, whoa, <laughs> all right. Because, like, my mom's always been super cool and super giving with people, but, like, that's different. Mm-hmm. Because like she used to never let anybody in her house. I remember when she met one of my exes that you met. That I think you met her. She was a mistake. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll talk about some some stuff like that in here in a second. <laughs> um, that was a mistake. But it's not like she's if she is listening to this. Hopefully, first of all, she's like five years older than me. So hopefully, you understand what I mean by that. And if you don't, well, that's you guys didn't up. meet at the right times. And we also weren't the right people, and we also weren't yep. the right situation. Just the whole thing was like, bro, you ever wake up and just be like, the fuck am I doing? Yeah, every day. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Actually, dude, I've been, I thought about it today. I'm kind of proud of myself for being really productive. Like, doing the podcast and then bringing back reminiscent, I feel really good. That's good. That's really good. And I like some of the stuff that you were showing me earlier. I like it. Thank you. Start, yeah, yeah I, I'm going to start archiving stuff. I envision the vision. Thanks. Wake your mind up. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, so my mom met this girl that I was dating, and my mom immediately was like, she's not the one. And I was like, how do you know that? Like, I'm at the age now when my mom's like, she's not the right girl for you. My first question is, or my first answer is cool because we're not even dating. And my second answer is, okay, but how do you know that? Mm-hmm. Not like in like the oh you don't know me you don't know my life I just want to know how like moms see that shit yeah dude that's all I'm more concerned about the how than the what I don't know I feel like my parents are a little different I I just don't trust them when it comes to women <laughs> because they're really old school they want me to marry an Albanian girl and I'm just gonna keep it at that yeah no I mean I just want to know like. Because I haven't really dealt with too much of that, um, mostly because I am mixed, and we grew up in and around Asia. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And then we moved to Arizona, and te- we used to live in Texas, so I didn't really deal with too much of that. It For my mom, it was like, she can tell 
with certain things mm-hmm. and things that I didn't even really realize about myself. She did say something hilarious that I'm probably going to catch some, some shit for, though. So out of fucking nowhere the other day, and I'll let you finish this drink because you're going to fucking choke it up. Pause. Um, Pause. No, out of nowhere, my mom's like, oh, I get you, Braven. I'm like, that's not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. And she goes, you're lesbian. What? I was like, what does that mean? And my brother's like, no, it means he likes girls. He's good. And I was like, no, hold on. What's this mean? My mom's yeah. like, you only seem to like girls who are lesbian. I was like, okay, what do you mean? And she brought up like a couple celebrities. Like a couple celebrities who I had like, who I yeah. think super cool. Like Ruby, uh, not Ruby Riot, she's a wrestler. Ruby Rose. Ruby, yeah. Like a couple girls who are lesbian who I like, who I think are like the fucking coolest people. And I was like, oh, no, I see where this is going. Like, I see what you mean by this. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, was that not the way to start it though? because <laughs> like part of her is right I've no but it's not like I'm going after like oh man I just love lesbian chicks I'm like I'll meet a girl who has the temperament who has like a certain temperament like there's a certain attraction you've been around some of the girls I've been with mm-hmm. and like there's a certain thing that like I'm always attracted to and my mom's like yeah no like if you were a chick you'd 1000% be lesbian I was like yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. Things your mom has never told you, probably? No, nah, I mean, my mom's yeah, never right. said that to me before. Right, yeah, no, I mean, right, I know. It's. I grew up very different from American households. Here's the best part my parents weren't saying that my whole life. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. I'm not, I'm not like, trying to categorize no, 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 them. No, no, in no, that but way. it's weird. I'm just saying it's weird because, like, imagine, okay, imagine how you grew up, right? Yeah. And now imagine that your dad. Like, you came back... Like, okay, imagine one summer you come back from New York, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that thing that you did? That, like, streetwear thing that you did? Yeah, imagine yeah, you came back from sneaker, that. yeah. Yeah, imagine you came back from that, and you... And your dad was like, hey. Let's go to Old Town this weekend. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Dude, my dad and me in Old Town... Or my dad and I, excuse me. In Old Town would be nuts. But, like, imagine, like, your dad just saying that to you, like, out of fucking nowhere one day. You'd be like, excuse me? Stay home. I'd be really suspicious. Me too. Oh, I'm still suspicious. Yeah. When my parents, when I'm like, yo, because I always, since I live with my parents, I always give them a heads up where I'm going to be at that way. Like even, uh, but you're 25, you don't have, or 26, you don't have to. I know. No, I do the same thing. Yeah. Well, like, no, it's, it's not, it's just, what if something does happen to me? It's that, yeah. It's like, yo, you know? especially here, bro. Yeah, exactly. Especially in Arizona. My goal is to not be on the news. Yeah. No, that's not true. My goal is to not be a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that that's how it is. It's gotten shaky here a couple times. I remember I always carry my ID with me now because I remember when we were in high school, there was a mutual friend of ours that I was hanging out with a lot at the time and I don't really talk to anymore. Anyway, um, coming home from the gym one day and we looked like brothers, especially then he wasn't as yoked as he is now and I was a lot skinnier because I was running trap and uh, we looked like brothers and so this cop comes up next to us and I was like yo I'll handle it don't say anything I'll handle it fuck and, and um, he's like so uh who are you boys off rip I'm like kind of pissed off already cause like yo if a cop calls you boy like dumb. yeah that's mad racist yeah so I'm like on the way home like 
I'm not going to lie to you. Do you remember the episode of Fresh Prince when they get pulled over by the cop in uh, Palm Springs? I do not. There's an episode of Fresh Prince where Carlton and Will get pulled over. And Will doesn't say shit. He's just like, yo, don't talk. And mm-hmm. Carlton's like, oh, hi, officer. We're just driving back to him. And I was like, and it was kind of like like that. Only this dude, like, he's from Inglewood, so he's, like, he's been around. He just, I was like, yo, I got this. Because I'm way more to the point with stuff like that. Like, I kind of knew what was going to happen. And mm-hmm. so, um, and, well, mostly, the real thing, the real reason why I didn't want him talking is because he didn't have his ID or anything on him. Because he, he, the way that the gym is up here, like, he was there so much, they used to just let him right in. Yeah. And like, yeah, whatever, dude. Go ahead. Like, mm-hmm. so, I was like, all right, cool. I got an ID. Yo, I'll, I'll talk. Hey, hey where, where are you, who are you boys? I'm like, on the way home. Just not even, like, the who. I'm like, no. Like, we're on the way home. And he's like, oh, really? You live around here? And this is like 2011. This is wow, like 2011, 20, probably wow. 2011. You live around here? Yep. Where do you live? Right around the corner up there. Because we were right where the baseball fields are. Yeah. I'm like right around the corner. And he's like, oh, really? Like, yep. You guys don't, I've never seen you around here before. It's like, yeah, well, go to high school here. Just come back from the gym. And he like kept pressing, kept pressing, kept pressing. And so he's like, uh, how, do you, how do I know you live here? And I was just like, well, I mean... You don't have to follow us. Like I live right, you know, I live around the corner. Yeah. And he goes, and like he just like kept pushing, and so eventually like he was trying we, to, he was trying to get, he was trying to do. Yeah, he was. Oh, man. And this is before Ferguson. This is before all the yeah, shit. Yeah, man. This is fucking this is before bullshit, Trayvon. Bro. This is like pre Trayvon by like maybe a year or so. That's some bullshit. And so I kept talking. I was like, "Yo, I'm like, nope, just on the way home." And he's like, "Who's this? This is my brother." And, like, we weren't, like, we're not even brothers. Like, we just kind of look similar to some people. Because you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so we kind of look similar to certain people. Like, and so I'm like, no, this is my brother. And my boy just kind of looks at me, and I was like, shut the the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, where do you live? I'm like, I will, you know, his ID's in my bag, but here's mine right now. And he looked, and it was, like, right around the corner. He's like, all right, cool. And so we got back, and we waited, and the cop just, like, sat there. Fuck him, bro. Because the thing is, my homeboy, he lived one street away from me. Yeah, like not even So I was going to walk away. him home, and I was like, fuck it. Because I was just going to walk in with him, and I was going to like, yo, just let me chill here for like half an hour. And then I was like, ah, shit. I said that we lived in my house. So I just took him to my house. And we just kicked it for like 45 minutes. And then he was like, all right, cool. I can, like, I can bounce now. Because it was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the light shut off at 10. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, cool, I'll just, you know, walk home. And so I was like, all right, bet. And I walked him back to his house, and then I walked back to my house because I had my ID and shit. But, like, that's how it was in 2012. That's how it was when we had Obama as president. It's like, a fucking shame, dude. You think I'm going anywhere in Arizona without people, number one? Like, especially because it's crazy. I was thinking about this the other day. You are my only friend in Arizona who can be called white. <laughs> yeah, may, yeah, I guess. No, because I was like, there's a bunch of people that we went to the clubs with and stuff. All of them black dudes, a bunch of, like, a couple of African girls, a couple, like, Mexican, Mexican girls, like, the yeah. from, from Sonora, who yesterday texted me and she's like, don't you speak Spanish? And I was like, I've been telling you this for like two years. I'm not Dominican. <laughs> or Puerto Rican or Cuban. She thought I was Mexican. She's like, you told me you were Mexican. I was like, no, I didn't. 
I never said that. <laughs> you told me I was Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, you, I never said But no, it's just one of those things where it's like, no, if we're going somewhere, we're going with people. Mm-hmm. We're not going, you know, it's not going to be me just dolo. Fuck that. Especially downtown. Especially down. Especially, like, if I'm going to the movies dolo, like, that's one thing. And the best part, I've gotten some crazy looks, like, at Texas Roadhouse. Like, because that can get a little, get a little bit sketchy sometimes, which is hilarious to me, because it's right next to Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> It's fucking stupid, man. It is. But I've gotten some sketchy looks, and the best part, like, so I rolled up one day, because I meet my parents there for dinner, you know, like, every, like on Fridays. I meet my parents up there and, you know, just say what's up, because they, they work. I get off, like, ten minutes earlier than they do, and by the time we're, by the time we both get to where we're going, we're at the same place. So we just meet up for dinner on Fridays. And it's hilarious, because, like, I was blasting some crazy, like, Vic Mensa... Like, like definitely some fuck cops, fuck Donald Trump type shit. Sixteen shots type. I think shit. I was bumping sixteen yeah, shots. Yeah, it's a good song. Yo, any yo, shout out Vic Mensa. Yeah. Because anytime your hook goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, fuck twelve. Yeah. That's a hard ass hook. It is. That it's, was a good album too. It's a really good album. But um, no, I bumped that, and people are looking at me a little bit crazy because like, if the whole thing is like fuck cops, fuck Donald yeah. Trump. Oh, what was that song that he made? Oh my goodness! And out of nowhere, he's like, "Yo, fuck Bill O'Reilly." <laughs> so like, that's why I'm bumping, and I pull into the military veteran parking space. Hell yeah! And I'm 26, and people look at me like, look at me all crazy. Like this one dude, he's like, "Hey, you know where you parked?" And I pull in my ID. I was like, "Yeah, military veteran." Did you serve? He's like, "Oh, oh, never mind." Oh yeah, shut the yeah, fuck up. Fuck out of Call of Duty ass veteran. <laughs> But no, it's it's just fucking like that's the only time. And I was I probably shouldn't have done that, but I was kind of feeling myself that day because I was like, my jacket was dope, legit. That was the only reason why I was like, yo, this jacket's ill. Hell yeah, dude! Whenever you're feeling yourself, you gotta you gotta show out. You gotta show off a little bit. So here's one thing that happened last night. Okay, you know what? There's two things that happened last night. One of them is a legitimate subject. One of them is something I know we'll be able to go off on for a while. So this chick texts me. At like 11.30. And like she's, I work with her and we kind of like flirted here and there. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes, hey, Raven. I was like, yo, what's up? I haven't heard from you for a while. Killer, what's good? And she's like, I'm not interested. And I was like, in what? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Which first of all, like in what? It's funny. And I was like, in what? And like, so here's the thing, man. I'm playing 2K. Like I'm chilling. I'm playing, like I'm playing 2K and I got cookies and cream pocky. Hell yeah. Chilling. Not doing shit. And uh, she, like, an hour later, she's like, I'm flattered at what you're trying to be, but I'm not interested. And so part of me was like, oh, shit. Like, I got denied. And then the other part of me was like, but I don't give a shit. So. Yeah. So I, she sends me that, and I just kind of thought for a second. And I was like. First of all, I've been through that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cause yeah. you can tell. Like, you can tell. I was like, first of all, I've been through that, and like, you were someone who was kind of fun to flirt with at work sometimes. Like, that's don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's cool, especially now that we're not working, we're never gonna see each other. Like, facts. That's what I've been thinking about a lot, man. Like, after this whole work from home thing is over, like. 
Well, apparently Trump said that uh, coronavirus peaked and he's going to open everything up on May 1st. I don't believe him. I don't believe it at all. Not because I don't like Trump, but just because it doesn't seem like it's peaked. You have entire countries on a complete lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can't go back to what we were doing. You have cases that are still on the rise. Yep. And you're going to reopen? It's not It's not a good idea. That's why the people who are like, oh, he's going to run the government like a business. I'm like, that's stupid. No comment. It's not a political, not a political podcast. It's not. But like, you can't make money off of, like, businesses sell products. Yep. Just from that alone. Mm-hmm. Like businesses sell products. What is the United States selling? Yeah. Right. Like, it doesn't... It, We're apparently in debt. I don't know to who, but... Nobody knows to who. <laughs> We're just, like, a trillion dollars in debt. Because I'm like, yo... A trillion dollars is nuts. I feel like somebody, when they saw a trillion dollars, was like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever been somewhere? It's like, Okay. You ever been like high as shit at McDonald's? Multiple times. And your bill's like $35. Okay, no, it's never been that high. And you're high. like, fuck it. It's never been that high, but yeah, I've like, been. Yo, I'm already 18. I'm already 80 McNuggets deep. Fuck it. Uh, uh, I'm say it was a good idea. No, nah, it's not a good idea. 80 nuggets is disgusting. That yeah, is. How did you not die? I had like two other people. Oh, okay, never mind. No, wait, I was in LA. I had like four other people. Yeah, that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense now. Yeah. Well, no, that one time. No, you actually no. Last time I went to McDonald's with you, I was actually surprised because like that triple cheeseburger is a monster. I ate two of those bitches, <laughs> and I ate them. I ate the McGangbang with the triple cheeseburger, boy, with the hot and spicy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, I mean, I'm doing the whole vegan thing now, so. <laughs> no, I can't wait to go back to green. Yeah, dude, me too. Yo, first Friday in green? That sounds lit. First Friday, green, then Cobra. Oh, dude. That's a good That's mix. That's a good ass night. That's a good night right there. Yeah. yeah. Once everything really opens, let's do that. I'm still wearing masks, bro. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, facts. I got my surgical mask for good. You got a fire one or you got like a regular? No, a regular. Oh, no, I mean, regular degular. I'm here with like a Gucci one. I wish I had a Gucci one. Yeah, me too. Or a Louis Vuitton one. Actually, I still want that vape one. Cushion Dior, Dior. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yo, man, for real. Who was I listening to today that said something about Pop Smoke? Oh, the baby. He had like a freestyle type thing today. My friend just sent, sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, she made me go woo like I'm Pop Smoke. And I was like, no, nah, it's fine. <laughs> That's good. You it ever works. hear like certain bars where like, "Yo, is this okay?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, it's not bad. It's Thanks, a bro. it's a dedication to Pop Smoke." Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not mad at that. If he would have said something like nuts, yeah, right, hold on, yo, chill. But, she said sent the Addy like Pop Smoke. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Pop Smoke is such a fucking sick name. Mm-hmm. Bro, he was really on the rise. Oh, yeah, dude. No, he totally was. I, I wish we could have seen him with Push. Because Push was going to make him that dude on his label. 
Pusha's well, he's, he's going to put him on good music? No, Push has his own label now. Oh, he does? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's why I love Push so much, because Push is low-key. He's super low-key. You know that Push made the McDonald's jingle and the Arby's jingle? Do you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's getting bread off the Arby's jingle. He's getting royalties off that shit. That's yeah. fucking Because he said he did right the McDonald's there. one for like 500000 and then he saw that they kept it for like 15 years. And so when they asked him to do the Arby's one, he was like, nah, I want percentages. That's smart. Yeah. Because 500000 once is not enough. That's what, I think it was Joe Biden where he was like, $500,000 is a lot when you're 22. Yeah. But then when you've been in the game for 15 years, it's not that much. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder, like, this stimulus check, when it hit, it was a lot of money to me. Oh, yours came in? Yeah. Lucky you. That's how I got the logo. The, the oh, that's facts. Yeah. That's facts, facts. I'm actually working on a trademark. Holy shit, dude. Jesus It's a lot Christ. of work, man. It's a lot of work. And the reason why I'm like, it's, I'm bugging on it is because <laughs> it was like, all right, cool. How many, like, have you already used this logo? I'm like, yeah. All right, cool. We're going to need you to date and sign from the beginning of when you first started using the logo for these. Fuck that. You know Supreme hasn't trademarked their shit? Really? Yeah. Is that why everybody can do a fucking box? Yeah, probably. They don't care, though. Like, Supreme doesn't give a fuck. I thought about just saying fuck it. I really did, because I was like, you know, who fucking cares? Who's going to steal it? And I thought about it, like, a lot of people. Yeah. Like, if they get the chance. I mean, just send me the Addy. We're going to slide. Facts. If that happens. Facts. How far would you be willing to go to beat someone's ass? To Temecula. Damn. <laughs> Especially Mad Far. That's what I said. That's like five you don't hours. get that joke? No. You don't understand that joke? Fuck, man. Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. I, I'm not going to lie. All I was thinking was Matt Barnes. Okay, yeah. Matt Barnes. I'll drive 30 hours to beat someone's ass. Matt Barnes is my, one of my favorite quotes. He's like, <laughs> you know, violence isn't the answer, but sometimes it is. That's real shit. <laughs> that is real shit. So I was watching uh, Showtime has a podcast, and it's I think it's called Up and Smoke or All the Smoke, and it's Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, <laughs> which is basically like, yo, these two niggas will fight you, facts, and maybe shoot you. Stephen Jackson has a tattoo of praying hands holding a Glock. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> and he said it's because he prays he'll never have to use his gun again which hey, that's also real. is a fire tattoo that's though. a fire bar right there mm-hmm. sounds like some what's that gun shit yeah yo praying hands with the Glock praying I don't use it shout out to Action Bronson saying just enough shit that makes you think he's in the mafia and then he follows it up with a dick joke be like, yo. And he'll say something like, oh, what was it on? Well, I had do rag versus headband. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, he would say, like, shit that he's like, yo, is this dude in the Albanian Mafia? And then the next song is like, the special of the day is white snake and underwear We're sauce. sauce. And you're like, that's baby blue. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah. Nah. Actually, there are certain people that, like, when I see them, I'm like, I'm not sure if you're in the Mafia, but you definitely seen some shit. I don't know if you've done shit. You've definitely seen shit, though. 
Action's definitely, Action's definitely body for sure. He's been to Rikers, bro. <laughs> what? He's been to Rikers, I didn't bro. Know about yeah. been to Rikers. He's been to Rikers, man. He's seen some shit. What about to go to Rikers for? Who knows? Oh shit! Who knows? Shout out to man. Extortion. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Yo, body's gonna come through. Like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be on the pot. Yo, imagine Big Body Best on our podcast. That'd be dope. That'd be dope as shit. I would actually want that whole crew. I'd want Al Mayhem. Mayhem. I would Alchemist. really want Mayhem. I feel like Mayhem is a dude who like. Because do you remember that episode of Fuck That's Delicious when they went to like Alaska? Yeah, and he was like chilling on the water, and all he did was fish the entire time that he was there. Yeah. Like I was looking, I was watching that. I'm like, "Yo, Body doesn't want to be from New York." And <laughs> not Body. Um, uh, Mayhem, Mayhem doesn't want yeah. to be from New York. Like, I think that would be something. Like, I can totally see Mayhem being like, "Yo, I go upstate and I just have a cabin that doesn't even have internet." I, I can, I see, can that. see that. I can see that with this Ralph Lauren shit. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> I can kind of see that with Action too, but in a little bit different of a way, where like all he has is like a yacht. A yatch? A yatch that, like, he cooks on. And, like, that's it. Oh, yeah. You know, I can kind of I need that. a nice grill on my yacht. On, on your what? On my yatch. <laughs> we had to redo the um, the backyard yesterday. My mom, or not yesterday, Sunday. My mom was wanted to, you know, fix it up. And so we had to throw away one grill, which is, like, throwing away grills is hilarious to me because, like. But do you throw it away? Yeah. But, oh, shit, we're throwing away the, the, the fucking charcoal one too fuck damn it shit I don't really like propane I don't like propane either I could do I could cook that shit on my stove yeah facts but alright whatever that's, that's not my backyard exactly but um no I want to get one of those joints like when you go to like the really cool Asian restaurants the Korean ones or the Japanese ones too the, um, I think it is Japanese because I had it when I was in Japan it's Korean barbecue but I had it last time I was in Japan which flex um Flex. But it's like in the table. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, like, I would love to have that. Oh, like the grill inside. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And like all you did was. Bro, like... that's my thing. That's what I want whenever I get a like my own house. I want like a flat top grill like on a like in a uh, like in a restaurant and like have my own like little mini deep fryer. Yeah, have fun cleaning those ranges, bro. I know how to clean it. You just get a grill brick. Fucking throw some oil down. I know how to clean those. Why is everybody making it sound so hard? It's not hard. Is it time consuming? No, dude. You just throw some oil on the grill, get the grill brick, and just scrub it out. I don't know why everybody makes it sound so hot. People are like, holy shit, you gotta clean the range. What's the range? Hold on. The you... thing on up top. Oh, are you talking about the hood? I guess. I'm... Yeah, you gotta clean the hood. Of course you gotta clean the hood. You gotta, of course you gotta clean the hood, but who cares? Yeah, that's true. It's not that much of a fucking hassle. You just take... Plus, if you have enough kids, you really You have, have to throw to it in degreaser. That's it. Yeah, sure. That's all. If you have kids, you don't have to do work, right? I yeah, that's true. It depends on who you grew up with, no, like, I or who like, your parents were. I feel like if you have kids, like I don't think my mom. So here, here's what like really explains my mom in a nutshell. We were going to church like a lot at the time, and they kept talking about like treating ladies like or ladies being ladies, which is basically code for women should only wear dresses and not talk in church. <laughs> um. And my mom, hilariously, one day... So my mom's always been super independent. And one day, we're walking into somewhere. And my mom... Like, we're all talking. Me and my two brothers and my, and my mom. We're all just hanging out. My mom just stops in front of the door. And we keep talking. Like, no big deal. I was like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm a lady. Open the door for me. 
and me and my brothers were like, what? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, what, am I not a lady now? And, like, we're like, no, you missed the point. It was just stopping in front of a door and just sitting there for 10 minutes, not letting, like, not telling anybody that that's your new stance. Just at 1230 on the Thursday, just being like, oh, hey, by the way. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being weird, Mom. But, no, like, not sure where that was going, but, uh. Kid Cudi dropped. Kid Cudi dropped. Kid Cudi dropped. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I like it a lot. Um, no, what I thought was kind of interesting, because he's done this kind of iconography a couple times. This was what, Leader of the Delinquents, right? Yeah, Leader of the Delinquents. Leader of the Delinquents, and he was also the Lord of the Sad and Lonely. Yep. Has he ever called himself King? Or King Wizard? King Wizard, yes. But just, like, it's interesting, like, what he sees himself as. He sees himself as the voice of the youth. Pretty, pretty sure that's a cutty bar. Yeah. He's definitely the voice of the youth, in my opinion. Do you think that his youth is changing or that his youth is always there? I feel like... I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever met an ex-Kid Cudi fan. Oh, no. Even I after met, even after Speed and Bullet to Heaven, he still had fans. Yeah, I've met a couple ex... Like, like yeah, when Speed and Bullet to Heaven came out, I was like, eh. I met a couple people like that. But then I feel like Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying completely flips you back. Yeah, it did. Know. It did, definitely. Like, I was listening to that today. Frequency, I was like, oh... Yeah, frequency and the music video is crazy to it. It is. And I, dude, seeing him live was crazy with the and confetti what? coming down on uh when surfing was playing, like confetti dropping and shit. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. I saw him in in, in L.A. at Camp Florida. Yep. And that like that moment with like fifteen hundred people, it was probably more than that. For sure, it was more than that. But that moment with like however many people were there, no, it, it was a lot more because I was in the parking lot of Exposition Park. It had to have been over three. No, because I've been to... Where where'd you see him? Some at Mesa Amphitheater. Oh, that's easily like two three, right? Two or three? There's a lot of people there, bro. Was it standing room or did they have seats? No, it was standing room. Oh, shit. No, you can pack a lot of people. It was a huge amount of people. Like, the mosh pit was insane. Oh, sure. Like, I Your wasn't expecting it to be crazy, but like, it was crazy. There's a lot of ragers out there. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of us never really stopped like, nah. doing what we were doing. We just kind of changed it a little bit. Definitely not. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they just went from, like... There's, you know what? I was thinking about that. Because I was thinking about that, um, that what we were talking about with uh, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. I don't think really any of us ever grew up. Like, me and my friends' friends that, like, I'm still cool with, I don't think we ever, like, grew up. I don't think we ever really grow up. I think some people think they do. In some aspects, we do. Do you remember what I said to you when you were like, yo, I'm going to be 30 soon? Like, what do you think we'll be doing? We had that conversation one time. Do you remember? I don't. So. Sorry, my memory is horrible. No, you're good. You're good. So, like. I'm about to be 30, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, like, you were like, man, what are we going to do when we turn 30? And I was like, dog, when we were 17, we were sitting on the stoop talking about bullshit. And now, when we're in our 20s, we're sitting on a podcast talking about bullshit. Yeah. Still doing the same shit. When we're in our 30s, we'll probably have a TV show talking about some bullshit. I see this going to that to that point. What's your... Okay, let me ask you this, because I don't think we've ever really discussed this. What's your goal? Like, the perfect life you imagine for yourself. Uh, 
Huh. You know what? I can't answer that. Let's get back to it next podcast. Okay. Okay. Or I, let me think about it. Let me give me. Yeah. I see myself in a nice penthouse. Where? New York? Uh, Somewhere downtown Phoenix. Really? Yeah. You'd stay here? Yeah, I'd stay here. Okay, well, that's it's a lot cheaper. That's true. Even if I become rich and famous or whatever, I still would. Uh, I still would live here. I kind of. I'm sorry. I grew to love Arizona. My brother said that too. Yeah, I grew to love Arizona. My brother here is. There's a lot of potential out here, and I is. and I want to expose it. Yeah, but yeah. All the artists and everything. There is. I mean. Yeah. Well, that's what my whole brand is for, is to like help artists. Yeah, exactly. Starving artists, man. That's what we are. And that's what I want. Uh, that's what I wanted to do. My dad was asking me. He's like, "Well, what if you know people start going to other?" Actually, it wasn't my dad. My brother. My brother's like, "Well, what if like you get to find a rapper and he gets signed to Sony?" I'm like, "Good." Yeah. Because like the way that I want to run this like a college football program. Hmm. Like, like recruiting. Kind of, but like you like Alabama can replace. Everyone on there, and I don't mean replace like replace, replace like, but Alabama's pumping out so much talent that's so good that people eventually took notice on Alabama. They're like, holy shit! So if I can just constantly have an artist that's like, even if you go on to bigger and better things, it's just one of those things where it's like, man, a lot of artists are coming from the starving artist. Yeah. Know? Yep. Because, like, I've never really given a shit about fame or money. Like, money matters because money is power. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of my thing. I just want to create. Yeah. I just want to create. That's all I want to do. I was listening to uh, Sturgill Simpson last night, and my brother was like, this album again? I'm like, yeah, I fucking love this album. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because I listened to his other stuff, and it's okay, but it's, like, super country. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the one album that I like by him is the one that's, like, Yo, fuck country. We're gonna make some techno anime rock. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um. But I was listening to him, and he has a song called "Make Art, Not Friends." And I posted it last night on my Instagram, and um, I was thinking about it because I was like, "Damn, I wonder if Richie's gonna feel some type of way about this." Just because, like, I'm I'm sensitive when I think about shit like that. I'm like, I wonder if Richie's gonna feel some type of way about this, or like any of the people that. And then it hit me. There's this quote. You remember uh, the Generation X and the NWL? Yeah. Hell yeah. So Kevin Nash, I was watching, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I was watching a wrestling documentary, and Kevin Nash was talking about why he left WWF to go to WCW. And he goes, the only two things that stay with you in wrestling, or something like this, he says, like, he's like, the only things that last are friends and money. I've got friends. Mm-hmm. So let's go make money. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Exactly. Like, I've made a bunch of friends. I've got people I legit call, like, okay, these are my best friends. Yep. Richie, probably some other people, Brody, and Josie are probably the only three. Two, oh, and I call her my mom. She's not my real mom, but, like, shout out to her because she took care of me a lot. Just mm-hmm. And I've got a couple. Allison is another one of those people. Um, but I've got some friends that, like, I love them to death. Like, they are legit family. I've got some other friends that, like, I'm calling you first. Yeah. If we're going to go somewhere. Like, I'm calling you first. Then i got some other friends that's like, I'm not mad. I'm going I'm to I'm shoot you this funny thing I saw on IG. 
and you're on that first list. Yeah. And then there's some people on those like acquaintances. Yeah. And it sucks being a military back because I have a lot of those kind of friends that like we used to be super close and now we're just like, eh. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that we still talk is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like my friend just posted a picture the other day. He's like, y'all had a birthday mom. I was like, hey, tell your mom to say happy birthday. He's like, got you. Like, I know that it doesn't really look like it means much, but telling so, but being close enough to know somebody's mom is kind of crazy. Yeah. Which like everyone was when you were like 10. Yeah, exactly. But you know, me being able to, like, I flew back home to Hawaii and I told my homeboy, I'm like, yo, I'm in Hawaii. And he goes, all right, cool. Let me know where, where you're at and I'll try to come see you. And when I read try to come see you, I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And then he actually came through. Oh, hell yeah. Like he's, he came through, said, what's up? We chilled for a while. And um, he was like, yeah, I would have been out here earlier, but it's Tuesday and my class doesn't get out till noon. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Because like, you know how when you're on vacation, like, I don't give a fuck that it's Thursday. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's kind of how it was. And, like, my friend, when I go to L.A., I got one friend like that who I'm like, who I was like, hey, mom, just let you know, I'm, uh, I'm in L.A. right now. And she's like, all right, cool. But she has two kids. She's a single mom, two kids. She works as a teacher. And also a tutor, and also her kids do like dance and football and basketball. Oh yeah, she. So I was like, "Listen, you tell me." Yeah. She's like the one person that I'm not, like the one friend that like you know how like, you got that friend who like you, they're never gonna text back. Yeah. You're just like whatever. She's that one friend who like okay, I know you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna text me back today, but it's probably because you had like five different practices that you signed your own kid up for and then yeah. forgot about. Like yeah. She's like, damn, because I called her one day. I was like, hey, you know what's going on? She's like, I don't have a lot of time. I'm like, you never do. That's why I call you. Like, I call her when I'm getting off work. I call her, like, when I'm on the way somewhere else because her only time to talk is, like, 15 minutes at a time driving from kid, you know, mm-hmm. from place to place. But, like, yeah, so, like, that kind of thing, like, I'm cool with. But other than that, like, I'm kind of at the point now where it's like, listen, if we're not already cool, sorry. Yeah. I have the shit I'm working on now. Especially now, like, with you and the brand, like, with Reminiscent, it's going to be crazy. Like, you're only going to talk to the people that you already have a pre-established relationship with. Facts. Plus, with the quarantine, that's what, I think that's my favorite part about the quarantine. There's no fucking distractions. No, there isn't. And, like, I have a lot more free time. So, like, today I just got inspired to make a design and I made it. It looks good. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm excited to see what you do with it. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, that... And I'm going to try and make some other stuff so I can keep it in the archive. So whenever all this stuff gets sold out, start, you know, another collection. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm definitely going to come out with like a, like an actual magazine. Oh, shit. Like I kind of want to do that. Like a lookbook? A, ca- like a catalog. Oh, okay. okay. Catalog, okay. lookbook. I call it a magazine because I'm old, but you get what I'm saying. No, there's a... A lookbook, like, an ad, like a physical lookbook. Yeah, there's a lot of shit you can do with that. Yeah. Who do you have model? Who do I have as a model? I don't know yet, but I could find some people. No, like who would you? Like who would you actually go get like people or would you just go get like... Would I get actual models? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I'd pay them. No, I mean, of course you're going to pay them, but like, or would you just get like homies that you know to also... Well, no, homies them? too, of course. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not going to get actual models. Like, well, they obviously got to have some, I don't know, dude, like, I just, I just want to keep it like simple. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's more like I don't part. want it to be yeah. like too crazy, but I do want to make like videos and uh, yeah. promos and stuff for it because I have this crazy idea that I came up with like two years ago. 
So I got inspired by. Did you ever see that uh, Denzel Curry video when he like was a mime or a clown? Yeah. I have like this idea of me having the same makeup on, but instead of the circle around my eye, I'm gonna have the broken heart okay. dripping down. And then like in the video, I was just gonna, cause I have a, you know, an SS, slight flex. I have an SS and a and a, and a white Camaro, so black and a white Camaro. I'm gonna like. I don't know, like, incorporate the cars in there because the mime is going to, uh, what am I trying to say? Fuck, dude, I always lose my train of thought. The mime is going to represent, like, greed and all these bad things, you okay. know? So I'm going to make a character out of myself, and that's going to be oh, like, shit. yeah, yeah, so it's going to be like an alter ego, basically. Yeah, that's good. And I can't, I haven't came up with a name for the mime, but, yeah, I paid for the makeup and everything, so, like, it's going to get done soon. Cool. So, that's uh, a really good idea. Yeah, like... It's going to, you know, greed and hate and jealousy and everything. Like, he's going to be like a like a joker in a way, you know? That's why I think what I've noticed with a lot of brands, too, is um, what? I think the one thing that I, I think the one thing that I've seen with a lot of brands is like when you look at like a great example is a Supreme is a good example. Yep. Uh, Bape was a good example. Fuck the Population is an amazing FTP, example. Yeah. Yep, yeah, they know what they're doing. But like, when you look at their clothes, they're not anything crazy insane. No, not at all. It's but very the simple. Whole like ethos and everything around the aesthetic around yeah. and everything. Yep. Cause I was like, man, like FTP is dope, but like, why would I? And then this dude's like, yeah, we used to get raided all the time because people thought we were selling yay out of our. You know, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. The owner he has to wear a freaking ski mask when he does interviews for FTP. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I watch one, but like, because apparently he's like a real goon, bro. Like, like he's a real hitter type shit. Like he <laughs> does, he's about that life, you know. And I don't mean goon in a bad way, but no, like, I got yeah, you. yeah, we. With how we talk, we really don't need like FTP and Big Body Best coming at us. No, 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 exactly. Like it's all love, bro. Like I, I respect what they do. Like especially since they like got on the scene like that. Oh yeah. That's kind of what I want to do. I want to do like guerrilla advertisement. You no, know, it's a great. I'll, I'll send you some of this. Like I'm, I'm saying this to not incriminate myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give stickers to a bunch of people, to hopefully they could like slap it. In different places all over Phoenix. You know what I really want to do? I want to do some like guerrilla concerts. Yeah. Like wheel out like a like a fucking shitty speaker somewhere, and just blast some music right after a D-backs game. That'd be hard. And then bail once the cops show up. That'd be hard. It's crazy. Yep. And just leave the speaker there. <laughs> Actually, because I'm a tech guy, because I used to work IT, what I really want to do. Is um, spray paint QR codes. Oh shit! Yeah. Like, I want to attach it with QR codes. That'd be dope. That. Okay, so I'll tell you. Like I'll tell you this because I got a lot of ideas. Short term, what I really want to do, especially like if I can get maybe, maybe I'll do this for my own music, but I'm not sure if it'll fit the aesthetic. But what I would really like to do is do all these guerrilla concerts, and then leave a QR code. Mm-hmm. behind at like every single one of them but like in a different spot and those QR codes bring you into like an augmented reality game 
where you scan a QR code and it takes you to like a dude's Instagram account and you're solving the puzzle. Yeah. As it comes out and then like the more people that you see solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, well, a new track dropped. It's like, oh cool, well, alright, this just released, this just released. Yeah. And eventually people release like the whole album. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how I want to do that yet. You will. And like, I'm at, in the thing is, like, because I had a couple ideas, and one of the people I actually had him in mind, but um, I have one idea for a group that I've really been kicking around a lot um, called Luxury, but with three X's. Okay. And the idea came from this rapper named Sparkmaster Tape. And I don't think I've ever showed you Sparkmaster Tape. This nah. dude's fucking insane. So, what he does, yo, shout out to Spark, because I've talked to him like. Three or four times on Instagram or Twitter, I mean. Just shout out to the whole platoon, man. Shout out to Spark Master Tape. Shout out to, um, oh shit, what's his name? Shout out to AO Charlie. Shout out to Paper Platoon, his whole producing crew. Shout out to Alches Von Doom. Like, shout out to everybody in that crew because the shit that they're doing is nuts. Yeah. So, first of all, nobody knows where any of these guys are from. Mm -hmm. There's theories that he's from the UK because he had a hard time getting a visa to tour in America. So there's theories that he's not American, which I can kind of see. There's theories that he might be a rapper whose name was like Last Poet Standing, mm -hmm. because Last Poet Standing disappeared like off the face of the earth, and like a year later, Sparkmaster Tape showed up, and had like a very similar flow and aesthetic. So there's a bunch of theories like that out there. But um, and we're back. Hey, um, but this dude Sparkmaster Tape. So they think that he might might be two two of like three people. Personally, I don't care because the whole aesthetic is. And I'll, I'll, I'll see. He did an interview with Noisy. So I heard about him because I went to a Run the Jewels concert. Yeah, and Run the Jewels was bringing on this dude named Sparkmaster Tape, and I was like, "Who the fuck is Sparkmaster Tape? Like, what kind of name is that?" Because there's another dude whose name was like Cuz, and I was like, "Okay, I can see that." Like, and then he turns out the, so I Googled him and he did like a bunch of songs in Atlanta with Chance, with the, uh, not Chance the Rapper, with Killer Mike. Okay. I was like, that makes sense. And I heard about this dude named Spark Master Tape and I was like, huh, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Mm -hmm. I just kind of let it roll. Whatever. Started listening to some of his music and I'm like, eh, this is kind of whatever. Cause he's got like this whole gimmick where he's like super distorted and like he talks with a voice modulator. Yeah. And I was like, eh, this is fine. And then I listened to another, like, two or three songs. I was like, yo, this is kind of fucking dope. Yeah. So, I uh, went on YouTube, and I was like, all right, let's see what this dude's about. So, I just typed in Sparkmaster Tape. First video is an interview with him and Noisy. Um, Vice's, like, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, that's not the first one. First, a, a bunch of his videos are, like, music videos. And so, I'm watching them, and it's, like, kind of your standard rap video. Like, girl's ass... And, like, a bunch of guns and shit. But, like, this shit felt like the purge. Like, everybody's wearing masks. And, yeah. like, hanging out like, expensive-ass cars. But, like, Range Rover's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's some mafia shit. And, like, everybody's got, like... Yo, they're wearing, like, tactical shit. That's what bugged me out. Yeah. It's, like, everybody... Like, you've seen that rumor video? The dude who sang... The singer who's, like, singing about drug dealing? Like, you've seen that one that went around and it was, like, the Rascal Flats thing? Nah. Did you? Okay. So this dude, I'll tell you about that later. Because yeah. he's coming out with some shit. I'm interested in him. 
But this dude is like completely masked up. Nobody's the thing that jumped out to me too. Nobody's rapping in the video. You know how most videos like they'll do their shit, but then they'll come back and it's like, oh cool, there's ASAP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's rapping. It's all like distorted visuals that are like kind of like almost like old VHS. Like it looked like if you recorded your rap video over a snuff film. Mm-hmm. And like. So he's rapping and he's like getting after it. I'm like, yo, this shit's fire. And he spells his words really differently. So like, like he spells everything with two K's. Mm. So it's like, yo, we're in, oh, well, fuck, what's the word? Oh, like, like, oh, we're in the camp and it's like KKAMP. Like he spells everything like that. And he doesn't like, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was hoping it wasn't some gang shit. I don't think it is. I think it's just for the aesthetic. Yeah. But everything that he's talking about is like, yo, this is like, this sounds gritty and it sounds real. Mm-hmm. Like it, what? It's like when you watch like a real street fight, like, and it's like just kind of messy and dirty, and you're like, oh shit. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is different. Like this is unique. Like because I hadn't seen really at that point somebody doing something that was like aesthetically unique and also gritty. Yeah. Because like. Most people that were doing, like, aesthetically unique things were either, like, super artsy. Like, Chance. Ch- mm-hmm. like Childish Gambino is a great example. Yeah. It was, like, really, really artsy and unique. Or they were doing, like, gritty shit because they had to, like Bobby Shmurda. Or they were, like, even if they were gritty dudes, they were doing it in, like, a really kind of, like... It, it felt like Goodfellas or something like that. Like, Pusha T was kind of doing, like... Okay. Like, all of Pusha T's videos... like drug dealer music. Yeah. This dude felt like... Yo, after this, we're gonna go rob somebody. I gotta check him out. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you some shit later. Yeah. Yo. And so... um, All his shit is word of mouth. That's the craziest shit. So, all of his shit is word of mouth. So, like, what he does is fucking nuts. Is like... He'll go out, and he got one video that he just said, like, at the end of the video, it just says, all of this was given, or, well, like, all this footage was given by members of the platoon. Because he, he called him, he's the general, and then Alches Von Doom, and, like, um, A.O. Charlie, and uh, Flamboyant Freddy. That's the other dude. He's a singer. Okay. Flam- Flamboyant Freddy. But, like, you never see any, dude, any of these dudes' faces. I kind of think they're all the same person. I really do. Could be some Tame Impala shit. I think so. I think they're all the same person. I mm-hmm. think it's all one person, or I think it's like fucking like twenty people. Yeah. Because like the way that he raps is there's a couple things that jumped out at me. I don't think he's black because he's never said nigga. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's black. Um, or he does it as a choice because now everybody can rap his words. Okay. So I think it's one of the two. He talks a lot about like really abstract like things like there's a lot of like religious iconography and stuff like that but it's juxtaposed with like straight up like not even drug dealer this feels like some eastern european like yo we sell guns type shit Mm -hmm. that's what it feels like and i'm i gotta show you this dude but one of the videos is like yo thank you for posting thank you for giving us all this footage a lot of y'all we had we weren't gonna use because it would have been incredibly incriminating (laughs) <laughs> and like he's saying this right after we're seeing a video of some chick like like walking out of a strip club with an AK and just blasting that shit into the sky and like just coke just like like one dude like his part of the video was literally just like 
him just like snort coke off a girl. And I was like, hold on, what was more incriminating than that? Yeah. Because you must have seen some shit if that was like the least incriminating thing. But what he does every now and then, which is kind of one thing. So my Instagram kind of changed and I took it from John Cena and Sparkmaster Tape. Because John Cena doesn't explain anything. No, he doesn't. And it's and funny. It's as fucking hell. awesome. Yeah, it is. Because now what I do is I'll just post something. And like I get people asking me, like, yo, what does this mean? Yeah. It's like, you tell me. Exactly. And so, but Sparkle, he'll do this crazy. He's like, he'll just go off and he'll just post all these pictures of people doing things in his merch. And it'll be like, there was one guy who was just popping wheelies down a freeway on a sport bike. That's what I want to do. Like, not pop wheelies on a sport bike, but like, I want to make a lot of visuals. Yeah. And And I want to make this mime like a character. Yeah. And and that's the crazy thing, because I don't even know who, the fact that I, in every video, you don't even know who Sparkmaster Tape is. Yeah. And like, I kind of have an idea, but like, he did an interview with Noisy, and he's like, yo, I do this for all the gutter out there. And I was like, okay, everybody says that. And he's like, I do this for the people who wear their dead friend's t-shirt as a, as a mask. To, and I was like. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Mask up. That's what he says. Yeah. Mask up with two Ks. He's like, yo, everybody mask up. And it's crazy because, like, the stuff that he's super conscious at the same time. So he had, a like, he, the opening to one of his albums, he said, um, he starts really quiet and, like, really meditative almost. And, um. He says, um, my homies got cancer, my passport got canceled, but till I die, bitch, I'm still Spark Master. And I was like, that's fucking Okay. Hell. That's when I like completely flipped and I was like, yo, Spark Master's my dude. Okay. Because <laughs> like when I heard that, because like his, a lot of his stuff, it, but it felt like Grand Theft Auto type shit. It felt like if you made a character in Grand Theft Auto and all your friends were in it, that's what they would do is they'd see this video and they'd be like, that's him. And so this idea that I had luxury was kind of that, but it was like, it was that and like a little bit of how Saints Row 2, they're like, we want to make a video game about a rap video. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about it, I was like, if I was going to be a character in a movie, what character would I be? Because I love crime movies. I love movies like Snatch and like, you know, like the old Oceans movies and like heist movies and love shit like that. And I was like, yo, what would be cooler? And I was listening to a lot of, like, um, Electronica. And my favorite, like, audio aesthetic is probably a woman singing, like, electronic music. Okay. And I actually, the first girl that, like, if you want to call it, like, the first girl that I was, like, really, like, into, like, I'm a Pisces, so I'll say fall in love. But the first girl I was, like, really, really in love with had, like, this beautiful voice. But it was, like, beautiful to me because it was, like, this really smoky, kind of, like, like a darker Lana Del Rey. Oh, that's, there's nothing darker than Lana Del Rey. That's what I'm saying. But, like, just the tone of her voice was a little bit, like, yeah, yeah, you know how yeah, Lana yeah. Del Rey can get, like, a little airy? Yeah, yep, yep. She was, like, this was, like, something where it was, like. She, like, FKA Twigs? Something like that. Okay. It was like a little bit of FKA Twigs, a little bit of Lana Del Rey, a little bit of like kind of how Scarlett Johansson talks mm. when she's not doing that really weird New York accent. That Very she did raspy. Yeah, but okay. like still like I was like holy and out like this is when I was first like really getting serious about writing hip hop. I was like, and it hit me one day like when we were trying to get back together, it hit me. I was like, holy shit, her voice would be amazing. 
and I was listening to um, she kind of like Amy Winehouse, not quite as as much like body, okay, as that. Like I'm not, I'm yeah, not gonna you know, say not as much soul, but not as much soul, okay. Because Amy Winehouse was like, yeah, she had a voice, yeah, on her, bro, right? She had a voice, but kind of how she, when she talks, when she's just like in like just interviews, okay, like yeah, 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 I got you. So, um, and I was listening to a lot of um churches. I like I love churches. I was listening to a lot of Tara Jr., who I'm a huge fan of. I've been a huge fan of Tara Jr. for a while. And I was listening to a lot of um, Fantagram. Because Fantagram is an electronic group who made an album with Big Boy. And it's fucking fire. It's called Big Grams. Because of course it is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And her voice... So you had Big Boy that was like rapping, rapping. Yeah. And her voice on the hook was like this like seductive... Like... Like, if a chick was a criminal, that was her voice. Okay. Like, in movies, when you see the chick who's, like, bout it, like, that's what she would sound like. And I was like, holy shit, can you imagine, like, a poppy, punky, rap, electronic sound? That's just straight-up visual, like... And so, I couldn't figure out what to do, because I, as a as a musician, I don't really like... I tried rapping, like, just writing, like, just straight up, like, hip-hop. Like, yo, fuck, these bitches couldn't write it. I can't either. I When I was writing, I couldn't do that. It's hard. Like, for me, I just can't do it. it yeah, just like, work. me, I just go straight in my depressed bag. But here's what I was thinking. I either, I, I'm either super my depressed bag or I'm super my political bag. Okay. And so it hit me. I was like, what what, what kind of music? I've made you? some political shit before. Okay. It, it, it's, it works easier than... Yeah, like, I wrote, I wrote, like, a whole verse when, uh... Uh, that guy killed all those uh, people at that gay club. Yeah, I should just write a part of. An I wrote, I wrote a like a big ass verse to that, like a whole, like a whole song basically. Really about that? Yeah. We gotta talk about that because I didn't know you did that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it. It sounds kind of like the. I wrote it literally in five minutes because I was just like really enraged at what happened. Yeah. And like I just was going off on it, but like I try and find it in my notes. Here's the thing: though, four years later revisiting that and sharpening up what we need to sharpen might actually be really good. Yeah. You know? That's true. But I was like, what? and then it hit me, I was like, what kind of music would I listen to? Because I was watching, um, I was watching the video for No Church in the Wild, which, fuck, dude, just the whole video is insane. Facts. And I was watching, um, I was actually supposed to be at this. I was, I, because I was getting more politically active and I was, I went to one protest for, um, internet rights because I think those are super important but I was supposed to be at the protest for um against Donald Trump the one that was out here the crazy one yeah I was supposed yeah. to be at that but I got off work like 20 minutes late and so they had already blocked everything off yeah when when I was supposed to be like I had yo I had a, the spark master tape I had a mask in my car like oh shit I was supposed to be there and I was like it hit me I was like what kind of shit would I play if I was gonna overthrow the government and that's kind of what the aesthetic that I want to take with this part of the music. Hell like yeah. Vic Mensa. Like, imagine if, like, Vic Mensa and, like... Public Enemy. And Public Enemy and, um, fuck, System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. If they were... Those all, are all crazy influences, too. Yeah. Like, imagine... I fuck with that. Imagine if they were all, like, yo, we're here and we're, like, really serious. Yeah. Ima- like imagine how that would sound because to me like actually that's another group uh, the Fever 333 they're another group they don't call their concerts concerts they call them uh, 
fuck, was it movements? Uh, no, fuck, what is it? They call, they call them, um, it's like expressions. It's a dope aesthetic. It's a super fucking dope aesthetic, but they have a name for their, like, it sounds borderline like, yo, am I actually going to go fucking, like, just tear down a Confederate flag statue today? Like, is that mm-hmm. the plan? And I cannot remember what they fucking call them. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Fuck. Um, I follow... Oh, they don't have any... Oh, they don't have anything on Instagram. That's interesting. You know what that means if a band doesn't have anything on Instagram, then? What do you mean? If a band, like, deletes their Instagram? Oh. They're coming out with some shit. Oh, yeah. But I forgot what they call. Maybe I can find it here. Um, Wait, what are you trying to look for right now? No, they have a different name that they call. They don't call their their concerts concerts. They call them like gatherings, gatherings or something. Gatherings. Like that. That's some cult shit, right there. Yeah. Well, you know what? Speaking I'll... of cults, I saw Midsummer the other day. How's that? that demonstrations. Movie. That's what they call demonstrations. Them. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, demonstrations. So it's like, hey, thank you to everybody who came out to the demonstration and uh To the demonstration? That's wild. How fucking like dope that. is That's that? That's dope as fuck. Well that kinda of influenced me too, because like if you look at starvingartist.com, my website was called or my articles are called expressions. My events are called movements. And I have a forum called the commune. Uh-huh. Cause I really want to get like that like kind of hippie kind of Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, got like, you. Wait, let's do this. I was gonna call the podcast uh, voices. That's fucking dope. You yeah. should. You should call yeah. it Voices. Yeah. I, I think I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm working on like the pages and stuff right now, but yeah, just call them Podcast Voices. Hell yeah. I wonder if I can change. I might change the at large and just call it Voices. Anyway. But no, you saw Midsummer. Yeah. How was it? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, very strange. It didn't make sense at the end because... Uh, I'm a horror movie bitch. I have no plan on watching. You can go ahead and spoil it. No, no, no. It's not that. I'm not, I'm not trying to like say, oh, I can't spoil it. It's just at the beginning... The family dies because the sister... I don't even understand what the sister did. She, you know, did carbon... She she turned on both the cars in the garage. Carbon monoxide poisoning to the parents. And she had something tied up to her face. Maybe I didn't catch something, but... I don't understand what was going on in her head. So, her sister... Goes to Switzerland or... Or is it Sweden? Here's why I don't like that movie from you. Because I want to go to Sweden during Midsummer. Yeah. And now we're both going to be terrified to go. No, I'm not terrified. I'm just not going to oh, go. Oh, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, she goes to, like, this commune or whatever. Yeah. And it's just weird. Like, the ending didn't even explain, like, why the sister did what she did. So the movie started out like that. And then it just doesn't explain anything from the beginning. That's what I heard, that they just kind of, like, do it. But it was a good movie. All in all, okay. I liked it. It was a good movie. It's just, that part didn't make any sense to me. So, I didn't watch it because, again, horror movie bitch, but... I love horror movies. Yeah, no, that's... Mm, no, I get it. It's not your bag. I no, understand. But... I like slashers more than anything. Like, really? Michael Friday Myers, Fr- yeah, yeah, Freddy Krueger, and, like... It's just funny. Like, it's fun to me. Like, there is a lot. Michael Myers, like, is my favorite. Yo, watching horror movies from a black perspective is hilarious because, like, I saw The Conjuring when I was in the army. Just, they had it on. That movie's fucking... Was scary at the There's time. There's a noose in the house... And as a black dude, I'm immediately leaving. 
That's why it's hard to watch like a bunch of horror movies. Cause, like, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's just like, like the way you delivered that. I'm sitting there like, watching this movie, and they're like, yeah, we bought a house that's been vacant since the 70s out in Vermont. I'm like, yeah, that's a white person thing to do. It is. Very <laughs> hipster. Very hipster thing to do. She's like, yeah, we just thought it'd be good to raise our kids, you know, away from the noise of the city. I'm like, yeah, this place is haunted. Yo, this house hasn't been lived in since 1973. Except for the fucking demons inside. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, cause I, I, and that was kind of my idea. And actually, that, that's a hilarious video. They're like, "What's really scary to black people?" Uh, RDC World did that, but I was like, "If a black dude does like most horror movies, it's like ten seconds." Uh-huh. It's like, "Yo, man, like, hey, that that guy has a sign that says turn around. What are you gonna do? Turn my ass around." Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I would not go towards whatever that is. Should we go investigate? No, no, we shouldn't. We should leave. We should go back home. Yeah. I love how in horror movies, those are always the first people to die. They're really just sitting in the car like, oh, well, one of you bitches got the keys. Yeah, and then they end up getting killed. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I didn't want to come to this abandoned graveyard. <laughs> they told me we were going out. <laughs> if the graveyard is abandoned, get out. If anything is abandoned. I mean, okay. Unless you're just going to like, okay, that's how you make a horror movie uh, for like, like for the city. It's like, yo, this haunted building that, like, nobody's ever actually, like, tagged it. Because something crazy always happens every time they tag it. Something like that. You'd have to do something like that. That'd be a good fucking idea. Actually, no, no. The more I think about that, it's actually fire. That's a good-ass idea. Huh. Yeah. Shit, that actually get my work. My brother wants to be a screenwriter. I'll just let him know, like, hey, imagine a horror movie where, like, something... Like, maybe Supernatural but probably not happens every time they try to tag this, like... It's a good idea. Like, this guy's tag... That'd be a good short film. Yeah, well, oh, it'd be a really good short film. You remember Maniac by Kid Cudi? Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf for some reason? Yeah. That threw vaguely, me off. Vaguely, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I just, it, it just reminded me. Yo, I saw the saddest fucking short film that... This is when I stopped being the Chancellor Rapper fan, one of the things. He made a... Oh, yeah. Mr. That, Happy? Yeah, Mr. Happy was Holy fucked shit. up. Holy shit. That was a fucked up ass thing. It was. Yeah. Or like, that that whole thing reminds me of the beginning of Joker. Where he's like, making himself smile. So my brother asked me why I didn't watch Joker. and like I have it if you want to borrow it. No, here's the thing, bro. So recently I've been feeling like, kind of weird. So, a bunch of like, sad-ish shows are kind of my shit. Like Preacher, Bojack Horseman. Bojack is dark. Bojack's super dark. And I was talking to my brother. I can't watch that right now. Oh, I understand that. I don't know why, though. Because, like, I'm not... I'm okay. No, no, no. I get it. You're just not trying to be brought down. Because it's, it's negative. Yeah, it's negative. I guess. I think that might be it. Yeah, it's negative. Because, like, it's not like I'm, like, really bad. I'm just kind of, like... Like, just something... You're trying to stay on this good wave. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I think that might be it. Yeah. Because, like, even then, like... Yeah, I guess that might be it. Yeah. Because, like, the only, like, really violent show... I watched Drive. Drive was kind of sad. Drive was pretty sad. But, like, unless it's, like, an action movie that happens to be sad... Like, I'm not going out of my way to watch... Like, like when I was in L.A., they were showing uh, Parasite. I really, I really thought it. about watching it. And I was like... I don't even know what it's about. It's actually a super cool idea. This family basically becomes a parasite onto another family latching onto, like, their money and shit like that. I'm, I'm super underselling it. 
but from what I understand, because I haven't watched it quite yet, but it's like basically about a family taking over a family's life really slowly. Huh. So it's not like a horror horror movie. Hmm. Like, which I was like, okay, that sounds kind of dope, actually. But I was like, I'm not sure if I can handle this right now. I'm not, like, I'm so not trying to be sad in LA when this whole, and this is before the Corona thing really popped off. I was like, I'm not trying to be sad Dude, it was like LA. literally a week before everything popped yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So I'm like, I'm not trying to be sad when it's already raining outside. I'm already, it's already just me in this Airbnb. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. It just didn't seem like a smart move. No, it's not. I was like, mm, I'll pass. And you're not even like a horror guy, so. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I don't know. I got you. No, I mean, Joker's not a horror movie Did at all. The movie fucked me up. Have you seen Nightcrawler? Uh, no. Oh, dude. Jake Gyllenhaal plays. Hey, shout out to the ex-girlfriend who I kind of trashed earlier on here because we saw a lot of good movies together because she liked movies. Okay. Just in general. But, uh, now Jake Gyllenhaal plays this, like, super awkward guy. You watch Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie or Gyllenhaal or whatever the fuck his name is. You watch him in that movie, you'll think he should have been Joker. Because, like, he starts out as this guy who's, like, stealing copper wire from junkyards. And he finds out that you can make a ton of money selling disaster footage to TV companies. Like, because I didn't know that's how they did that. So, apparently, there's, like, this whole, like, culture where all they do is, like basically ambulance chasers but they go to like where police scanners have like fucked up shit and they'll be the first ones on the scene and they'll sell the footage to like news outlets and so that's what the whole fucking movie's about that's morbid it's super morbid so that's what the whole fucking movie's about holy shit it's really good but like the thing that it does really well is that the whole movie seems like just left is it more of a thriller than a horror it's movie a, it's a thriller for okay sure. for yeah. sure yeah. Check it out, though. I will. Is it on Netflix or whatever? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. I saw it on Redbox because I didn't have... I could probably find it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I started watching The Sopranos. <laughs> of how course, right? It? Yeah. How you liking it? Uh, it's going pretty slow, but it's getting there. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I like it so far. It's really unrealistic because if, if it goes how it goes in the show, like he'd be dead by now and the psychiatrist would be dead, too. They found out he went to a psychiatrist. Yeah, isn't he talking to a psychiatrist? Yeah, he talks to a psychiatrist. So think about it. Someone in the mob, they don't know what this guy's telling the psychiatrist. So he could be telling them anything to incriminate them, you know? So he would end up dead no matter what rank he was in. He would have ended up dead. That's interesting. Yeah. I know way too much about mobs. Like the La Cosa Nostra. Like the Italian mafia and everything. I thought about using La Cosa Nostra in a bar one time. And I was like, Kendrick Lamar made it sound dope because he said something about his West Cosa Nostra. Yeah. Like, That's dope. And so I was going to flip it into Cornell West Cosa Nostra because Cornell West is a black professor at like Yale. And I was like, and I was like, yo, I'm from the West Coast to Cornell West Cosa Nostra. I was like, just a gang of really smart black people. And I was like, I've really got to think about that bar before yeah, I use that. Yeah, Like, I've had that just, like, in the chamber for, like, five years. I'm just like... Just use it. Who gives a fuck? I don't know how. That's the problem. I have no idea what to rhyme Costa Nostra with. Because I wanted to flip it into Cornell West Costa Nostra Domus. Okay. I mean, you could do that. And I was like, that's a lot of syllables. 
That's way too many syllables. It's a lot of syllables. Imagine performing that. I think I was going to flip it in Cornell West Coast Nostradamus. Cornell West Coast. See? Co- yeah, see. Coast <laughs> Nostradamus, and then something about timeless. Yeah. And they just say what Sounds an accent, right. like how Rizzo got through most of his career. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to everybody from New York who makes shit rhyme that doesn't rhyme yeah. because they have an accent. Because they have an accent, exactly. <laughs> Even people from the South do that. People from the oh, South. for sure, yeah. Rappers from the South, uh, Midwest, everywhere, like anywhere. Midwest tries, and every now and then somebody will get it off. Hey, shout out to Kanye West for making me think apologen was a word for like eight years. Apologen? Yeah, I, I never caught it. Apologing? No, it's not. Uh, right, see? I, know. I just thought about it. Holy shit. Because it's apologizing. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, don't ever fix your lips up like, li- lips up like collagen or do some more. You got to end up apologizing. And like, we just let that shit yeah, go. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is dope. I fuck with this, Kanye. Yes, let's do this. I was like, oh shit. Because I was re-listening to it. I was like, apologizing. Dude, I listened to it's Graduation. Like, when did this album come out? Like, I listened to Graduation and Yeezus today. Don't regret it. No, of course not. Very good album. I was telling you uh, when I was eating, I missed the days when the maddest thing I was, when the thing I was maddest about Kanye West was not putting Andre 3000 on actual verse. Yeah, I was kind of pissed about that. Because he just, I heard his voice and I was like, holy shit, this is about to be crazy. And then that was it. I'm not sure what I'm madder about though. Like Travis Scott nailed it because he put he put him on a uh, fuck was it way back? Uh, yeah, I think it was way back. And then Kid Cudi had him on on our Pay Passion. He had him on he two had songs. Like two songs, I think. Two songs on there. But Frank Ocean gave him a whole ass song. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to hear. Well, no, Frank Ocean had a Pink Matter with him and Big Boy. So no, no, no Frank, yeah. Frank gets a pass. Yeah, Kanye, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. I wish he had a verse on that song. You know what song I heard the other day? It was Devin the Dude, Snoop Dogg, and Andre 3000. Yeah. That's a good mix. Oh, you know what I did? My brother had a challenge. So my brother doesn't listen to a ton of music, but he listens to a couple artists. And he listens to Childish Gambino and Atmosphere, like primarily. Yeah. And he's like, I bet you you can't make a playlist that directly connects them. And so I was like, okay, cool. But here's the challenge. You have to take two different artists and you have to find something, you have to have a direct line. Uh-huh. So my direct line that I prefer, because it's the one that's the most fun challenge, is features. So what I did was, um, Childish Gambino took me to Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper took me to Kanye West, because I just did features. So it was Chance the Rapper featuring Kanye West. Kanye West featuring Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco featuring Nicki John or Nicki Jean, I think her name is. Nicki Jean featuring Fashawn. Fashawn featuring Evidence. Evidence featuring Atmosphere. The fuck? Yeah. That's a crazy lineage. So, <laughs> I kind of want to do that with like, like I, I like, I love dilated peoples. I love Evidence. But it was crazy because, like, Dilated People made a song with Kanye West in, like, 2004, like, right before Kanye blew the fuck up. And that's one of my things I was writing. I was like, Damn, I love that song, by the way. It's a fire song. But I was like, man, can you imagine what kind of person Kanye would be like if he was, like, Dilated People's GLC, Consequence. Yeah. Like, his artistry. I kind of think, on one hand, his artistry doesn't transcend hip-hop like it does. But, which I'm actually, like... 
I think that his art. I think he always wanted to go beyond hip hop. First of all. Oh yeah, for sure. Because like, I would, but I would just love to hear like evidence and Bonnie Vera on a song. Okay. Or like Rock Our Science or like Lupe Fiasco. That I actually wrote an article about that. that I'm really surprised it didn't get more traction. It was um, Kanye West and how he abandoned Chicago. Because when you look at who he had signed to him at one time, holy shit. Tribe Called Quest, Common, Lupe Fiasco, Pusha T. Okay. Consequence, GLC. Um, and here's the thing. It, it, I did get a little bit speculative with it, but like Lupe Fiasco wanted to make a group called All City Chess Club. Which would have been J. Cole, Wale, Asher Roth, Cool Kids, Charles Hamilton, Diggy, Diggy Simmons, uh, Run Son, Blue, and Pharrell. It's a and lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people. Because he wanted to be like Wu-Tang, basically. Yeah. Like, everybody just kind of does what they want. And he also wanted a group with Kanye called Child Rebel Soldier, which was him, Kanye, and Pharrell. And I'm thinking about this. I was like, can you imagine what Chicago would be like? If, if that happened, these rap, because I think that's how uh, that's how you talked to uh, King Louis that one day. Yeah, because I was like, damn, can you imagine if all these rappers Kanye shouted out, he signed? Oh man, good music would be insane. And King Louis really underrated. King Louis, Chief Keef, Lupe Fiasco, Common. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. Well, wasn't, wasn't Common signed to Good Music he at was, some point? He's yeah, not he was. Anymore. Yeah. That's the thing. When you look at who is signed to Good Music now, it's like, seriously, Pusha and who else? Oh, Seven O Shake. I'm not going to do that to her. But that's not. Who else? That's uh, not Lupe. Why can't I not think of his name right now? The guy who did Panda. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Designer? Designer. Jesus. I fuck with Designer, too. That's no, what... I fuck with Designer. He makes some good music. Yeah. But, like. I just couldn't think of his name. I don't when know. When you think of all these people that he could have had signed, if he just. Here's my thing. If he only signed the Chicago artists that he was talking about. Yeah. If he only signed them, I think that changes a lot. Yep. If you have, especially like Chief Keef with Kanye West production. Because we heard Kanye. Hold my liquor. We heard Kanye get into his drill bag later. Yeah. Imagine if you put um, fucking Chief Keef on literally anything off Yeezus. He did. No, no, like like his harder shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like black skinheads. Yeah. Chief see? Keef on that or Chief Keef on I'm in it. Dog. Oh shit. That would have been crazy. Kanye West featuring and like here's the thing, when I was listening to Good Fridays, there's so many fucking joints in there that I'm like, this would have been good music. Yep. Good music would have had Big Sean, Kate Cuddy, Lupe Fiasco. Like you hit every genre. Hey, do you like weird nerdy rappers? Bam, here's Lupe Fiasco and um, Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Yo, do you like hardcore, straight from the gutter shit? Here's Chief Keef, King Louie, Pusha T. Yo, do you like kind of poppy rap sound? Here's Kanye West and Big Sean. Yep. Like, yo, are you an old school fan? Here's Common and Tribe. Yep. Yep. Good music becomes a new Def Jam if that happens, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know who beats that. It's kind of like like when Eminem had Shady and G-Unit and Slaughterhouse. How the fuck do you fuck that up? He didn't know what he was doing. On that tip, I'm not even going to put... I don't hate artists. I'm not going like to put the blame on him at all. No, 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 no. 
It's not M's fault if the I, artist didn't want to do it. I kind of wonder too how much how much power somebody like Eminem has, mm-hmm. because like okay, you sign these guys, but then what? Like I also want to know what people were expecting, because yeah. I kind of expect an active rapper to be an active rapper. I don't expect you to show up on the album's being worked on. Yeah, I don't. And I'm not saying like Eminem's like a shit, like oh he's a shit executive. I feel that most people are not good at being like executives. Like, full stop. Mm-hmm. I feel like full sp- for most people struggle with, like, knowing how to do things with certain talent. Because, like, let's take Shady, for example, how they had... Shit, holy fuck. Can you imagine Shady with Slaughterhouse, G-Unit, Griselda, and D12? Holy shit. Yeah. That's a squad. Yeah. So... Just like imagine imagining that that's like what so D twelve is six people five people because not counting Eminem, Slaughterhouse House is four. Um, so that's nine right there. Then uh, G Unit was like what four people on his own. I mean, if you five. don't count Young Buck, it's just three of them. It was Fifty Cent, Tony Ayo, Lloyd Banks, and uh, uh, it was Young Buck. Was it, how many? How much was he in there? He was in there. He, from, in there he was in there from the beginning. Yeah, so that's thirteen people, and then you have Griselda. That's another three. So, 16 people, that's 16 different personalities you yep. gotta work with. So, like, I kind of get that. 16 different no, paychecks. No, I'm sorry, that's not fair. 16 different paychecks, man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, shit. That, that, I think that's the biggest part. But, I, I'm sorry, that's, I don't kind of get that. I completely understand why you couldn't land that. And I think some people kind of did. Like, I think Dr. Dre kind of did. Holy shit, because Dr. Dre had albums on. Yep. But, like, I think Dr. Dre did, but I think Dr. Dre is kind of like Diddy in the sense of, like, and T.I. in the sense, like, they were used to working with groups. Mm-hmm. Especially Dr. Dre. Because, like, he was the guy who made the beats for everybody else. Yep. Like, DJ Yellow did, or DJ, yeah, DJ Yellow did the scratch. But Dr. Dre made the beats for everybody. So he kind of had to, you know, pick and choose because he was the producer. I think, didn't Diddy start out that same way? I don't know how Diddy started. I'm not going to lie. I don't know either. I'm not going to get into it because I yeah, don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> But like I feel like Ti is kind of like, you know kind of like the southern. All kid. I know is he was Andre Harrell's assistant. That's all I know. So was he never like music, music? But was he like around music? But he was more the business side guy. That would make a lot of sense. I think he's just both, but he's more of business. Yeah, that makes sense. He kind of seems like not the anti Jay Z. That's not fair. But like, because that's not the word I want to use. It's not anti. But like, Jay Z and Diddy seem like. One dude seems like he went to business from music, and the other guy went, seems like he went to music from business. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying either one's bad. I'm not, I'm not doing all that, but I just feel like Diddy is more of like Diddy seems like a guy who studied business, and then his all of his friends were rappers, and Jay Z seemed like the guy who was a rapper, and all of his friends were telling him to go into business. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, like LeBron James is kind of one of those guys too, where I feel like. Like when like LeBron James, the athlete's gonna be nuts, or the uh, the, the like the businessman's gonna be nuts. Once he retires, yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I was playing two K last night, two K twenty, and usually the two K stories, I'm just like, and hold A until the next game. Yeah. This one's actually fucking good. No, it is. I'm. I just started. Like I'm. And of course, I had to make my guy from Chicago. Yo, six foot six facilitating finisher. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one who's uh, who's kind of who's cooking right now seven foot tall uh power forward who's a uh who's a post post playmaker 
So like I put all of his like attributes and posts. Like all the you know that little like bar like the little pie chart that they have that's yeah. like okay, where's your focus? But I put fucking all of his attribute points and everything but defense. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a seven foot, two hundred and fifty pound player who's like hitting you with like post fades. Yeah. And then blocking your shot is nuts. That is nuts. Because I just pumped up his Especially Intimidator. Especially on 2K, yeah. I pumped up his Intimidator badge to Hall of Fame. And I was just testing him. You know how you test him like, oh, wait, I'm going to test his ass on 99. Yeah. And so I'm just fucking with it. That Intimidator badge is insane. Really? I was playing, so I was playing on the Rockets because I wanted to see what a big would, like how a big would fit, like how this big would fit. I played center growing up. Yeah. But I realize I'm more of a point guard now because mm-hmm. I'm not that tall. In a basketball sense. Yeah. Like, I'm tall, but, like, if you look at a basketball player, I'm like a point guard. So, I just built a big-ass point guard because I was like, damn, six foot six. No one I thought, I was watching old Team Mac videos. Oh, shit. And I was like, damn, can you imagine if this dude was a point guard in today's NBA? Oh, dude. <laughs> Holy that shit. That would wild. Bro, even if he, because he was a decent passer. Yeah, he was. Can you imagine if T-Mac was out here, like, 20.6 assists a game? That'd be wild. Dogs. Yeah, like, he would, yeah, he would change the game for sure. Because Lonzo, like, I like Lonzo. Lonzo's the closest thing you can kind of get to that. But I was like, no, I want a score first guy playing point. Who, yeah. A guy who's like, yo, I'm going to cut and dunk on you. And the only reason I'm passing is because there's a guy open in the corner. Russell Westbrook. But 6'6". Six, six. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I got can you. Can you imagine if Russ was 6'6"? Six, six? Oh, that'd be scary. That'd Russ be really would be a scary. freak of nature. Yeah, exactly. So that was my thought. That was my train of thought. And like with the, and so I was like, damn, like this would be nuts. And yo, I bumped up. So I, I got like all the VC deals that they gave you like for just like I have Xbox Game Pass. So they gave me a bunch of deals. Yeah. And they actually have it for free on Game Pass. I bought it for like 20 bucks because they gave me like an extra 15,000 or no. Yeah, actually, thirty thousand VC for two K nineteen. So I just bought that, and I'll be using that on my other player. But holy shit, dude! Like, you ever play with a guy like, in even like the lowest level of my player? You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Last time I did that, I made a, it was two K nineteen. Made a six foot six, uh, shot creating playmaker point guard. <laughs> Bro. What the fuck? <laughs> and my brother bought me like a hundred thousand VC for my for Christmas. Oh shit! So off rip, like right after the first game, I just pumped all the stats up to eighty-seven. Yeah. Holy shit! Fuck, that's wild. Dude. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Dog, when your point guard is putting down like three sixties and behind the backs. Yeah, that's break. wild as fuck. <laughs> that's funny. My, I remember my brother was watching me one time play. And he's like. I don't remember you being that tall. Because I made me in the game. Yeah. I, I just made another version of me because I had no plans to get 2K20. I made another version of me that's closer to how I play. So it's like slashing defender because that's basically how I play. Or it was, yeah, because I'm a defender first mostly. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, this is pretty much how I play. And then I went back to that six foot six shot creating playmaker. And I'm like, oh, this is a cheat code. Because, <laughs> like, at a low level, his three point shooting is already 74. Uh huh. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> done. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was just crazy though, but yeah, just I've been fucking with that LeBron. Like, I, I can't wait to see because I think he's gonna be similar to Jordan. I'd like Jordan the businessman, except he's gonna be a lot more like, like people person. Uh-huh. A lot more. True. 
Because Jordan, my favorite Michael Jordan story of all time, and today actually was... Fuck them kids. That's it. <laughs> it's not true, though. It never happened. No, the actual... Okay, here's my favorite Jordan story. The camp happened. Yeah, but he didn't say fuck them kids. No, no, no he, he thought it. He probably, yeah, he definitely he thought, thought it. it, yeah. So here's my favorite Jordan story for you guys who aren't, who aren't aware, because this is a podcast. Chris Paul has a basketball camp. And Chris Paul's from North Carolina. Like, born and raised in North Carolina. Michael Jordan, and he's a Jordan athlete. So Michael Jordan shows up to this camp. And Chris Paul says, hey, 10 shots, basically around the world. He's like, 10 shots. If you miss one shot, every kid here goes home with a free pair of Jordans. There's a decent amount of kids in the camp. A lot of kids in those camps. There's how many kids do you think were there? Because they're all younger kids, like two hundred at least. I, there had to be two hundred kids. Yeah. So Michael Jordan's laughing, and he makes the first like five shots, light work, and it, I think it was like a like like a mid range jumper, yeah, elbow yeah, jumper, yeah. free throw, elbow jumper, mid range, and so that those were his first five. Yep. And CP three is like getting in his face, like putting his hand up in his face, and Jordan goes out to. Jordan goes out to uh, to the three point line and just drains every single shot. <laughs> and like of all the stories I've heard about Michael Jordan, punching Steve Kerr during practice for not going hard enough. Like I just read a story today where he went into the Houston Rockets locker room or Houston Rockets Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Went to the Atlanta Hawks locker room. Went up to the dude who was playing his same position. Shook his hand, looked him in the eye, and he said, I'm going to bust your ass tonight. And he scored 60. Shit. <laughs> like, what the No, no, fuck? did you hear? Uh, he said after people watch this documentary, they're not going to like him. No. He's a... If you are a Bulls fan, you know Michael Jordan's a shitty person. Yeah. Like, we already not know he's a shitty, he's person. A shitty person. He was just a really... No, he's good, an asshole. He was a good trash talker. And, like, he's legit an asshole. Like... He doesn't, like, there's, like, like I know this is not a political podcast. He's, like, he donated to private prisons. Yeah. Like, when he was an owner, everybody was like, oh, shit, during this lockout, maybe people are going to, maybe the or, uh, Michael's going to help us. He's one of the few player owners. Yeah. He was like, nah, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm an owner. I bought my yep. money. Yep. And so, like, we know that Michael Jordan's, like, kind of a shitty person. But we're all like, Six championships didn't kill anybody. We're cool, yeah, exactly. you know. And so, like, I actually read a crazy, and we'll finish out on this one because okay, we'll finish out on this one. I heard a story because I want to hear your thoughts, just your immediate reaction. There's a theory that the reason why Michael Jordan retired from basketball for only like 18 months is because he had racked up so many gambling debts that the mafia was coming after him and the FBI was investigating him. And so David Stern said, listen, if you retire, I don't have to suspend you. They're thinking that his that when his dad got killed, it was a mob hit. Damn, that's a crazy conspiracy. That's a crazy conspiracy. I don't believe it. Jordan was definitely a gambler because he was for sure. Yo, he played against the Knicks. I ah, fuck the Knicks. He played against the Knicks. <laughs> fuck the Knicks. I'm not a Knicks And fan. he was during the playoffs, like during the Eastern Conference Finals. And he was flying to Atlantic City to gamble and flying back at 5 in the morning and going to practice. Yep. Like, we all knew he was a gambler. Yeah, bro, he was a gambler. 
Like, like he doesn't need to be a gambler now. He like, doesn't. He's he makes way more money now. Apparently, than... he still gambles on like his own golf games. Like when people are like, "Hey, do you ever think Jordan bet on basketball?" Yes. Yes, of course he. Do did. you think Jordan bet on his own team? Yes. Yeah. Do you think that Jordan bet on his own team to lose? Absolutely not. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You heard the theory that uh, the flu game wasn't a flu, it was a hangover? Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's fucking hilarious. I believe it. That um, I believe that. I believe the food poisoning one more. Yeah, food, yeah, it probably was food poisoning. Yeah, I believe the food poisoning or, one more. Or, I don't know, hangover, food poisoning, same concept in my opinion. Yeah. They probably both feel really shitty. I don't put it past any Jazz fan to try, por- to try to poison Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be honest. Like, I just don't. Yeah. But, like, Michael Jordan is, like, the epitome of the guys that's, like... When I look at him, I know he's not, like, a role model at all. Like, LeBron James is a far better role model than him. Yeah. Kobe Bryant's a better role model. Yep. But, fuck, you need a killer every now and then. Like, yeah, you, exactly. need you need a Michael Jordan to balance Jordan, yeah. out, like, literally the entire rest yep. of the league. Yep. So, let's see. I got to show you those Spark Master Tape videos. We'll yes. watch that in a second. Yes, sir. Uh, you got anything? Nah, man, that's it. That ramen was fire, right? Yeah, it was. That shit smacks. Yo, I'm so excited because I got the other half of it here. So, all right, man. All this right, was uh, Reminiscent Richie, the moon child. The moon child in the building. Oh, yo, dog. I, I legit think you should put that on one of your shirts. Something moon child. Something with the moon? Yeah. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be dope. I got it. Thank you for that idea. It. Yeah, just something I'm going to get my child. computer right now. Hell yeah. Um, That was Reminiscent Richie, the moon child. This yes, sir. This grown-up kid. Uh, hey, be on the lookout because I finally got that logo done. Let's go. Hell yeah. So, all right. Hey, thank you for listening. We out. Peace.